0: their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by a passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of the beast. Men I Shut up!
1: Shut up!
2: Shut! 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 up!
3: This broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society, No Man. Gonna go to
1: a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get
3: pancakes, and then we we'll get laid, all right?
0: Why do you drink ice cold beer on hot day?
3: Mr. Clement, what else are you gonna do with it?
0: To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems.
2: Indeed, it is Cave Crew Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. This is season four, episode four already, if you can believe that. Um, I don't have a whole lot going on that I, that I really want to chit chat about. Um, working hard, boring life, nothing like that, but I do want a few things I want to tell you about. Uh, number one, Cave Crew Radio is now on the Cyrus XM Spoke app. Just give us a Google on there or a search or whatever, and uh, it's not Cyrus XM Radio yet, but you never know. The boys and I might be able to retire a very rich life. (laughs) But I'm listening to the lyrics, and and I'm thinking to myself, you know, we hear that that intro week after week after week, and and, and it is alcohol, the cause of and solution of all of life's problems. Tonight, it shall be a solution. And the other thing I'm thinking is the Yankees may truly be the champions of the world. Um, Let me bring in uh, over here my good friend from uh, Queens, New York, Big B. Uh,
3: Yes, uh, live from uh, Queens, New York, I am Sir Big B. and And it is a huge sports night here in New York. We got I got the Yankees on here in the ALDS game one against the Cleveland Indians. And uh, opening night of the NHL, well, the opening night was last night technically, but opening night for league-wide it was tonight, uh, including the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden playing the uh, Colorado Avalanche.
2: Uh, I would hope they're winning that game.
3: They are not. They are not.
2: And they guess who you're are, playing on Saturday. They are
3: down 3-2 to two at the end of two periods, and they – uh, Yankees are losing three to nothing bottom of the fourth
2: oh that's so not good
3: it's a big sports night but uh, so far both teams are losing
2: now now uh and also the Rangers are in Toronto for the home opener uh on Saturday nice so uh, we will be on opposite sides as you can see I do have my uh, maple leaf uh, gear on tonight
3: now do you have tickets to opening night oh
2: God it's four hours away from me and it's also two hundred and eighty dollars a ticket. Mm you got to remember, this is Canada. This is like going to watch a high school football game in the United States. <laughs> okay, Hockey games are hard to come by. Uh, I am planning on going to a few games this year, and I would like to get to the new Little Caesars Arena in, in Detroit because uh, Lord knows they're going to win a draft lottery uh, debuting in their beautiful new arena this year.
3: So uh, yeah, I was gonna say, so you, you when you go to a hockey game, probably I guess you go to more Detroit games than you would go to Maple Leaf Maple Leaf Games. Yeah, uh,
2: well I will go to Detroit and usually watch Toronto or if there's a team I want to catch like you know, Connor McDavid or the Rangers, I'd, my boy's a big Ranger fan. Um, mm-hmm. we'll go see those. Toronto's about a three and a half, four hour drive. Um mm-hmm. we're hoping to get there this year. But right. in all honesty, Big B, I can drive to Columbus to see the blue jackets. And I can get twelve dollar tickets with hot dogs and pops included, you know, yes. as opposed to paying one hundred forty bucks to go up in a nosebleed where I got to watch the teletron. What Inter- about what
3: about going to Ottawa? Isn't the is, how close is Ottawa? No no, to be? no, 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 no. We don't go to Ottawa. We hate oh. Ottawa. Okay.
2: They they are not part of Ontario. Okay, things
3: I don't know about Canada. Yes, we we,
2: <laughs> we, we, we truly hate the Ottawa Senators. And then my okay. my neighbor. Uh, 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 Johnny, he's a, he's a Hab fan. Well, moved then moved to fucking Quebec and speak French.
3: <laughs> well, that was the thing when the Nordiques were there, right? Uh, from what I understood, uh, that everybody hated Quebec or Quebec, the, the the city itself. It's a dirty city, apparently. Nobody liked going to Quebec.
2: Quebec City is a very and and, and, and see Montreal. It's like half English, half French, right? Um, but you get to Quebec City, you're really north. You're really getting away from English Canada. And, and yeah, you, you go to a restaurant in Quebec City, you might as well be in fucking France. Gotcha. You know, it's, uh, yeah, this is a weird country. You gotta come here sometime.
3: But now, I, now, I
2: really, I really do like the Edmonton Oilers, which is like a team out west, which has Connor McDavid and a lot of people are picking them to win the cup and shit. But, uh, no, I'm a leaf I, fan. I
3: mean, every draft they get the number one pick. Well, how so what, I don't know. Like
2: seven years straight, and I think they've traded four of them away, and they still have the best team in the league.
3: That's crazy.
2: How does someone get the number one draft pick five out of six years in a row? Uh, money. And we're it's not money. I don't. But it's not. That's not a rich franchise. Montreal, no, 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 Toronto, about Detroit, the franchise New York having
3: money. I'm talking about paying the league off so they can win the lotto win the lottery, in quotes. Ah,
2: oh, you're going to start bringing up conspiracy theories. There's enough conspiracy theories going on. We don't have to bring it into hockey.
3: Well, I mean, between that and, and fucking Cindy Crosby getting uh, every call uh, his way.
2: Well, it's going to be interesting this year with the new slashing call, though, because he is the king of the slash. Well... He, after all, did, uh, speaking of Ottawa, did decapitate that guy from Ottawa last year and, like, literally chopped his finger off. If you want to fight, Cindy, you drop the gloves. Look at me. Nah, I'm missing teeth.
3: He's too much of a pussy to drop the gloves.
2: Yeah, he is. That's, a, you know, it's part of the game. But, uh, yeah, no, it's an exciting time of year. Hockey's back. Baseball's almost over. Football's in full gear. The Giants are shit. Um, and I like the Giants. It, it really hurts me that the Lions are, are two and one. You know, it's...
3: now. Now, do you follow the NFL more, or the, or the CFL more? Oh, I or don't do you watch the, the CFL.
2: The only the only person I, I know that watches the CFL is Jerry Geloff from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. There's not a Canadian. You you know, this is the thing. Again, go go turn on an American college game or an American high school game. There'll be more people there than at a CFL stadium.
3: Really, I thought CFL was huge up there.
2: I don't. I think it's sponsored. There's a conspiracy for you. How the fuck? I'd rather watch rugby than Canadian really? football. Well, I
3: thought like the Grey Cup was like you know the shit up there.
2: Oh God, no. Maybe maybe if you live in Tuk Tuk Tioitak up in the the Great North or something. But uh,
3: well, I mean, you had you had uh, what the the greatest CFL player of all time up there? I guess Doug Flutie, right? Doug
2: Flutie, a, a bum in the NFL. And uh, managed to make himself pretty famous in uh, in Canada. That's right. Anyway, uh, I, I I see someone creeping into the camera here. Let me let, let me cue up his music before you bring him in.
3: Uh, yeah, who speaking, we're talking all the the American slash Canadian sports. Uh, we're leaving out our good friend, and I do think I hear London calling. Uh, Hello, London.
2: Hello, hello. Good evening. Oh, he's there.
1: I had to run off and sort of reset my internet there because I thought we'd gone back to sort of season one where we, Cave Crew Radio used to talk about sports. Listen,
2: <laughs> boy, it's there's. I'm working. Big Bee's in school. You've been sick in bed. No I one's have. getting stories. I'm I'm fucking drumming up things from the past to get through a show tonight.
1: Uh, it's been ter- listen it's been a terrible week here for me i've i was i was planning to do a little snidey snicky uh sicky but my god i've been uh i come down with this sort of man flu uh
2: and, and who's who's doing the cooking and the chores while well you're I'm,
1: or- I'm still doing it but i spent like two and a half days in bed trying to get over it and uh well, and then all my body clock's all over the place because you, like, sleep all day, and then you sort of, like, suddenly wake up at 11 p.m., sort of fresh as a daisy, although you're sort of feeling unwell. But I'm here, and it's Cave Crew Radio. This is Choo Choo Stew. You you just said London
2: something Club. about a daisy, and again, I have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about.
1: You wake up at 11 o'clock at night
2: fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a daisy.
3: Now, is this, is this some... Uh... Sickness that you brought back from your time in Canada, with all the traveling and the jet lag and the climate change and all that.
1: I don't know what it is to be honest, but uh, there's a there's a bug going around But I just it's just like a heavy cold I've had.
2: I, I should have I should have Robin Williams blame Canada queued up right now.
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> no, I mean everyone was everyone was very healthy in Canada, so I can't blame them. It must have been something I caught. I don't a- know.
2: I, wait a minute, I do have a story. Now that you mention everyone is healthy in Canada, Big B, I got to tell you this story. Oh boy. So Sunday, I am on the way uh uh Jake is is getting I don't know if you guys do that in England or the United States, but you get volunteer hours. You you need a certain amount of volunteer hours uh to graduate uh as you go. Um, so he, he's timekeeping, uh, for my wife at, at hockey. So I'm the only one here and I'm, I'm ready to go. We've got a game on Sunday. I'm all pumped up. I'm the water boy this year. Um, I'm not even head coaching. I'm taking a break. I'm running a gate and, uh, having a great time. And, uh, I, I sit in the car. And uh, the yellow jackets, the wasps. I don't know what, what what you call them around the world, but we call them yellow jackets, bees. They're probably wasps. And I sit in the car, and I open the window, and just getting every right station on and whatnot, turning off those guys' shit music. And a yellow jacket lands on the palm of my hand, and I just flick it. And it stings me. And apparently, in all my years, I have never been stung by a wasp, yellow jacket, bee, whatever you want to call it. My hand swelled up <laughs> like a freaking... I, I I I have pictures. I'll send them. Um, it's fine now, and I go to hockey. It's really hurting at first, and I, I grab. I run in the house. I grab an ice pack, and I put it on there, and I get to hockey and. Everyone's looking at my hand, and and there's all the hockey moms around. Oh my God, Uh, you know, it's going to get in your blood. Uh, You need to go to a clinic. No, no, I'm going to be fine. I've got Benadryl. Everything is going to be okay. Uh, Pressure, peer pressure. My wife saw me. Uh, Nice roast beef dinner that I missed. I go. There is not a clinic open at this time. Of course, it's a Sunday. I go to the emergency room. Canada is notorious for emergency room waiting times. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I do, I haven't been to a doctor, obviously, in a very long time because I find out my health card is expired, which is where I will go on Saturday. So I have to sign a form saying I will pay for any treatment if I do not get my health card in in, in, in four days, five days, or something like that. It, Wait, it's...
3: Can I stop you right there for a of second? Of course you can. In Because in, I have a question. I know you do. In Canada, you have free health care. Why do you have a health card? Isn't it just covered? I
2: I, I guess it proves that you're Canadian. And I, I've lived here my entire life. I have never deviated. I've never dodged a draft or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens is, is now we have pictures uh, on our health cards. And... Every time I renew my driver's license or my car, I always go in and ask and I go, I still got the red card. No one sent me a letter. Well, what happened apparently is they they, they still had on record an address that I have not lived in since before my son was born. And I'm sure I've been to a clinic or a doctor uh, since then. So that really pissed me off. And then I'm sitting in the waiting room of the hospital with this swollen hand. Thinking about a delicious roast beef dinner, knowing I have to work in the morning, I just want to relax and have a beer when I get home. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and they got fucking Treehouse on the TV because there's crying kids everywhere. So I I went up and I checked myself out Oh, after two hours. I said, I'm not waiting anymore. I got a bee sting. I'm either going to die or I'll go to the clinic tomorrow. <laughs> I went home, took Benadryl. It was still pretty bad on the Monday my hand is normal now, folks. It's completely healed. Benadryl did the did the trick. But everyone was, oh, it's running up your arm. You're, you're gonna. What am I gonna get? Lupus? I have no fucking idea. So anyway, that I forgot to tell you guys about that. But I'm fine now.
1: It would have been better if you'd have had like elephantitis of the hand or something.
2: Oh, of the tongue or whatever Big B wishes on people. <laughs> Could you imagine if? And, and listen. I don't know how it is where you guys are, but these yellow jackets, these wasps, they get really angry this time of year because they're about to die. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. summer's over. And, and I'm always telling people like my wife really likes Pepsi, like cover your fucking Pepsi because you get that in your throat. Imagine if my throat did what my hand did. We're now in you, now you can't in the breathe.
1: The last couple of days. And, uh, and my kids have been screaming, there's a wasp, there's a bee or something, you know, uh.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it it gets it gets in your throat and all of a sudden you can't breathe.
3: I was at a a, a kid's birthday party a couple of weeks ago at a park uh, out in Long Island. And as soon as the sodas came out, bees just swarmed. And it wasn't it was again, those those yellow jackets, like you said, we call them yellow jackets, too. They were all over the place where we had to put out like just separate cups of soda and just put it off the side. So they would go into those cups to get them away from us, they were they were everywhere. And it, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to get them in your throat. You don't want to you know. And, and it was a kid's party. You don't want to make sure the kids don't get stung. You got have to name
1: your wasps like they're some kind of baseball team or something.
3: Well,
2: hey, and I will tell you what I did because you guys might get a kick out of this. So I was so mad because my hand—it was the hand I write with. I mean, it, it, it's very distracting. I'm left-handed. What, is
1: it your left hand or your right hand?
2: My left hand. I'm left-handed. But so what I did is, is you know, you have a water bottle for the barbecue, like the spray of flames go down and shit, right? I took that water bottle. I filled it full of vinegar. And my wife's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, you watch. And I go in the backyard because they're going crazy, right? They're all flying. And I start spraying them and stomping on them for about 45 minutes. And I walk in the house and I go, bees one, DK eight. <laughs> Fuck you bastards. So next year, you wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have things set up. I'm gonna you you know those again, Bigby, you're you're a metal guy. You have those those things that shoot out the fog on stage and shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna buy some of those things. I'm gonna fill them with raid.
3: <laughs> so what you got to do is you got to get those it's those swatters that look like tennis rackets, but they're electrified in the middle.
2: Oh, I gotta get some. Yeah,
3: something. yeah. So Where just, do I you get just them? in on... the backyard and start swinging.
2: Where do I get those <laughs> on Amazon?
3: Yeah, Amazon. you can get them on Amazon. Yeah.
2: And then I want to, but but uh, but I want to do like what, what what you Americans do with your rifles, and I want to like make them really good. I want it to be like a thousand volts.
3: <laughs>
2: I meant to ask I'm you: are, are you guys done shooting people yet? Is it, is it, is it, is it, yet to, why are you drinking water? Why not? Because you're always drinking hard liquor or beer. Or...
3: Am I not allowed to take a break from alcoholism?
2: Okay, I just, but it's very <laughs> rare for you. I mean, you're, you've got to be at what, 34
1: bucks? Bo- <laughs> talking about alcohol.
2: Oh, what's I, Stu got? I
1: found a new, I found the new drink this well, week. Well, what has he got? Me, anyway, it's probably been around ages. Jack Daniels. Tennessee cider, but it but it's a
2: beer. Is that like apple? Yeah, but it, ap- cider is apple, isn't it? You know, it, it's a Jack like, Daniel's cider. It's it's like in a beer bottle.
3: Yeah.
2: it's only five point five percent though. Jack Daniel's well, is
1: five like, percent. It's like two percent stronger than what you're drinking.
2: Now, now, Big B was wasn't Jack Daniel's the original moonshine?
3: Jack, no, Jack Daniels is whiskey. That's it wasn't moonshine. What you got there? Oh no. So, well, well, you you brought up the the Jack Daniels whiskey, uh, Jack Daniels cider. Sorry. Uh, when I went to see uh, uh, Deep Purple and Alice Cooper in concert, I don't know last month or a month and a half ago. Yeah. I'm online to grab a beer, and I see a Jack Daniels can. I said, "What is that?" She goes, "Oh, it's it's uh, it's called Lynchburg lemonade." I said, "Okay, let me uh, let me let's try it." I tried it, it was really good. So I went online, and I found how to make it. So you got Jack Daniels, Triple Sec, uh, some Sweet and Sour Mix, and some Sprite. So that's what I have in here.
2: Oh, see, he's bullshitting with that water. He's probably got fucking straight vodka in that water bottle.
3: No, this is this is just a water
2: bottle. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this, this is the Lynchburg lemonade that I made.
2: That looks like fucking monkey pee.
3: It does, but it tastes wonderful.
2: So you make your own... So I, I, that's the next thing for the Big B Studio. Uh, Stu, is he should get like a brewery going in there, his own home brew. I
3: got I got a fully stocked bar. I, I should I should get like you know some form of still or something like you know from the from the fucking eighteen hundreds. Get an, an old eighteen hundreds moonshine still.
1: So did you make your own lemonade there? Yeah. Say, say that again. You made your own Lynchburg lemonade.
3: Yeah, that's that's what this is.
1: Yeah, it's just like a sort of cocktail or something.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Like, unfortunately, I discovered it at the end of summer. But you had a nice like hot day, and you're hanging out outside, barbecuing. Yeah. You have some yeah. of this. It goes down really smooth, but then it hits you if you have too much. But it's you don't strong as well. It. Yeah, yeah,
1: we're yeah. with JD in it. Yeah, it's going to be. You a... got Jack Daniels
3: and triple sec in there, so you 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 it hits you pretty hard.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think, I think Stu, no, we... I've looked up the recipe already.
3: Yeah, Sprite, uh, Triple yeah. Sec, uh, Sweet and Sour Mix, and Jack Daniels. Yeah, very good. It's really good.
2: I, I think when we make it down to Queens next year, um, we're going to leave Big bees with alcohol poisoning.
1: <laughs> are, are we doing a Queens 2018?
2: I think so. That should be the are Cave you? Crew Radio uh, Annual Convention.
3: You're more than welcome to come down.
2: And uh, I don't know if I'm going to try any of your homemade shit, but... Uh, yeah, but back to the bees for a minute. I meant to ask you this, and, you know, big bee, bees, bzzz. Um, <laughs> was, it, was it was it you or Mrs. B that got stung by the bee, uh, the one vacation we had? Not we it had, was, but it you was had.
3: Mrs. B. Uh, it wasn't a bee, it was a mosquito. Oh, she okay. Stung yes. by a mosquito in the eye.
2: Yes. Which would that that would have been terrible as well
3: that was a that was a couple of years ago when we were in Cape Cod and you
2: know the only thing that would survive if we ever had a uh, uh you know a nuclear war would probably be those damn bugs those they,
3: those bugs and cockroaches yeah
2: they'd probably be the the only thing Well, cockroach would, would fall into bug as well I guess but
3: oh you're saying you're saying bugs overall
2: yeah, like, I'm just imagining, like, every human is dead or turning into a zombie or, you know, some decapitated thing. And and the bugs would just be their normal selves. You know, just... They
3: would just have a little bit more freedom.
2: Yeah. Well, fuck the bugs. We're, 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 we're declaring war on them, folks. Do you got any score updates, Big B? We, we're, as Stu says, so, we're so going to old school. after...
3: It's going into the bottom of the 5th inning. The Yankees are losing 3 to nothing and they still haven't had a hit yet.
2: And they're playing who? The um the Astros Indians Well, oh, the, the Indians, Indians. They're playing. Yeah, the Indians are fuckers. Judge hasn't hit the ball yet then. Uh,
3: nobody said that. they have no hits yet. They through 5 innings, they have no hits.
2: But Judge hits the ball when someone else is at bat. I mean, the guy's phenomenal.
3: He is, but so far, uh, you know, you know what happens in the playoffs. Good pitching beats good hitting.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. Defense always wins in any sport. Always. Any sport. Um, all right, kids, we're, we're approaching quickly on the break here, uh, Stu. You, you, so you're you're on a. Um, before I say what's coming up after the break, uh, you're, you're you're on your sick leave right now. You didn't even go to your allotment party. Like Bigby and I were no, really no, excited about this.
1: I'm fading in bed. I, I mean, that was rough for. Uh, a couple of days, then then I'll find
2: it, Oh, lovely. Oh, wait a minute. What did we hold up there? Hang on.
3: Uh, you, you were complaining that I wasn't drinking, so I went and got myself. Uh, so
2: now you've got three different things going at Ying- once. Yingling. Holy. I don't
3: Yingling want you water.
2: falling on. But maybe that ding or whatever the fuck it is will turn you Yingling. into Pierre. We're hoping it'll turn you into Pierre Lacroix after the break. <laughs> So notice, Stu, he had to open the beer with a with a. See, is it only in Canada we have the twist tops? I'm no, we
3: have, we have twist, twist tops
1: it. here. We haven't got twist tops at all here. Of course, at we,
3: have, we have. twist tops here. Just As a matter of the... fact, I do think that this was a twist top. I just I'm just automatically use a, a an opener.
2: Now, are you one of those guys? Because um, I can't do it uh, where 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 you're camping or or you're tailgating or whatever you're doing and, and you need a bottle opener and there's always a guy that can do it with a key or his thumb or... Yes. Are, are you the king of the uh, bottle opening?
3: No. no. The only time, the only time like, if, if I don't have a bottle opener, I'll try to do it like on the side of a table where you wedge the bottle and then smack it down to pull the cap off. But I know people that, like, do it with, you know, the cigarette lighters and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, they well, do it.
2: They, they, they do, do, it. do it with there's quarters a, and there's dimes. there's a way, there's
1: a way. I mean, if no one's got yeah. a bottle opener, you're going to get that
2: bottle uh, opener. You fucking smash it on the cement and a little yeah. bit pours out and just make sure you don't <laughs> cut yourself. <laughs> I don't know. All right, kids, here's what's going to happen. We're going to take a break. Uh, we've got some stories. Uh, Stu dug up a couple. I got a few here. And uh, hopefully, if all goes well, we'll make a, a couple of calls after the break. Um... We're thinking of maybe having Choo Choo Sue uh, call a uh, transgender hotline and let him know that he just doesn't want to get rid of his penis, but he but he's <laughs> struggling with what's going on. And then of course, and, and I did manage to find a number from a long time ago, folks. I, I don't know if Big B is up to this again, but I, I, I did find Bill's number. Oh, my goodness. Good old Bill. We're going to give him a heart attack one of these days. <laughs> we got to send the poor in, guy a T-shirt. What? I mean, we, we got to send him a Choo Choo Stew collectible limited edition mug <laughs> and a T-shirt. Where
3: is he, Vancouver?
2: He's in Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. And, and and I don't know. We haven't spoke to him in about a year, but he's going to remember you. Ah, uh, Yes. And uh, make sure you say hi to the Nigerian guy upstairs. Anyway, folks, you're, you're listening to Cave Crew Radio right here on CaveCrewRadio.com and CaveCrewRadioTV. We're going to take a short break here, and uh, and when we return, um, I don't know, we have no agenda. Uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do, and now all of a sudden, everything is not working. There we go. Here we go.
1: Well hello ladies and the gentlemen and cave dwellers in general this is Choo Choo Stew and I'm deep in the hallows of London, England I want you lot to stop taking a piss and join the Cave Crew Radio Facebook group please and while you're at it look us up on the Twitter as well it's not rocket science it's actually quite easy just search Cave Crew Radio also have you got a bit of spare change in your wallet or in your bank? Because we could do with five bucks. It's easy on PayPal. Just go on to cavecrewradio.com and chuck some money in the tip jar. It helps keeping the dream alive, sock cuckers. So don't be silly and take the mick. Cavecrewradio.com Fuckers. Fuckers.
0: This Cave Crew, where are you?
1: From the makers of Amazon Echo comes the newest hands-free speaker designed in the UK. It's the Nigel. It's only £60. It's the best-priced speaker on the market. You can't afford not to have one. Hey, Nigel, I've got the right arm. What's got your knickers in the twist me old mate? Where's my jumper? Probably been in your closet, nitwit. Where's the best fish and chips? Uh, Harry Ramson's. In Yorkshire, you twit. Does the tube run to Lancaster Gate on Sunday morning? You bet, Governor. Is a nest in Dalston open. I want to get pissed and dance. Sure is. Better dress up, though. Where can I get some suction in London? At uh, any gay bar.
2: Like usual.
1: I'm out of fucking fags. Where's the nearest pharmacy? Uh, Devon's here on his rear around. Where's the loo? See that sink over there? Where can I get a pint of Pal Moon, Pal Al?
2: was head. Wall's head in, it on Cheers. Cheers back at ya. And we're back here in the cave, ladies and gentlemen. DK, Big B, and of course, Choo Choo Stew... It's great to be here tonight. Um, I don't know. Does anybody have anything? Because if not, I'm going to cut right. We've got a few news stories here we can go into.
3: Well, I, I have a question for Stu. Oh,
2: I noticed, cool. uh, please do. As
3: we were, as we were going to break, I, ha- I was I had his camera up, and he's he's doing his uh, vaping, mm. but it's like plugged into something. <laughs> what the hell are you are you vaping?
2: He supercharged the 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 vape.
3: It's like a he's got a, like a USB cable plugged into yeah. his fucking. I'm
1: I'm I'm plugged into Windows in in my computer, just to keep it charged up.
2: That's that's why his sound doesn't work because he's got everything plugged into fucking. So so you're vaping. You're actually vaping Windows 10 right now. Do
1: you know when you get that? Do you know when you get that sound when you plug something in and it goes do do. And then, when it unplugs, it sort of unrecognizes it. I keep yeah. getting that sound every time I pick it up.
3: <laughs> every t- whenever, you, whenever you send choo-choo stew an email, that's what he's inhaling.
1: <laughs> oh, I've got to give this thing up, because I, get, I started it to give up cigarettes, and which I've basically done, apart from the odd slip-up in Canada. Oh, it's all uh, blame Canada, folks. I wish I had that song <laughs> queued up. I hadn't smoked for months, I say DK, and I was
2: back on it straight away. Smokes like uh, a fucking chimney, by the way. But oh, uh, me? No, me. <laughs> well, you did too. I've never went through so many cigarettes in my life. Might as well have bought shares in the tobacco allotment.
3: That's what we could grow in the allotment. We could grow tobacco. There you go.
1: Some of that I'm gonna I'm going st- to give this up soon as well. I oh. find that people that do this sucking it all the time, and that's what I end up doing.
3: I don't want you get well, damn, know uh... what you're sucking on things, Stu. Yeah,
2: um, you,
3: you, but you get... what are you going to use to get to, to give up that now? You use that to give up cigarettes. What are you going to use to give up that?
2: I
1: don't know. I'm open to suggestions, really, <laughs> but I need something.
2: <laughs> I know I what Choo Choo Sue would do.
3: Well. Choo-choo Sue would, would would suck on some other things, maybe swallow things. <laughs> but
2: be, be, before we get before we get to the transgender uh, Choo-choo Sue call and into a few <laughs> other ones, like I, there is a couple of stories we got to do here. Hang on, let's, uh, let's go into the uh, Cave Creek Radio News. Some weeks we don't have any stories at all. But th- th- this one actually comes from, uh, from Choo Choo Stew uh, sent me this one. Uh, it comes from the Metro. I don't know how reliable a uh, a newspaper this is. Uh, hang on, let me cue things up here. Give me one second here, folks. All right, here we go. Mother-in-law suggests bride gives groom blowjob in wedding photo. And hang on, we do have a photo. What the? There you go. I don't know. Actual wedding photo. Nothing says happiest day of our lives quite like giving a blowjob in the forest. That was the thinking of one new mother-in-law who suggested that her kid, now this is not the mother of the son, this is the mother of the daughter, Uh uh, suggested that her kid and the new spouse do an extremely romantic photo shoot on their wedding day. Thanks, mom. <laughs> the groom stands in a forest, uh, in the forest clearing, with his blue suit trousers at his ankles, while his bride, still in her wedding dress and veil, is on her knees in front of him. Michael Klooster, the couple's wedding photographer in the Netherlands, posted the photo online, and since then it has had thousands of shares. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it now. He wrote. Some newlyweds cannot wait for the party to be over so they can retreat to their suite for a smashing wedding night. Luckily, they already exchanged their wedding vows and they are officially married. If you're worried that the bride was actually giving the groom a cheeky, a blowy, well, that innocent guest sipped on champagne. Don't fret. It was all staged. I don't want private parts visible on the picture, but everything that creates the impression is interesting, the photographer stated. They are, anyway, very cheerful people and nice and casual wedding at which everything did not have to be so formal. Anyone who thinks this is offensive still lives in the year 1996, in my opinion. Of all the pictures I've taken, this is one that is most playful, which in 10 years is still fantastic, or which in 10 years will still be fantastic to talk about. And that's i tell
3: you, what I find offensive is his horrible fucking neon green underwear. Yeah, that, that's right. I was
2: going to say the same thing. He's still got his fucking underwear on. Jesus. You know, if you're going to do it right, shoot a moon.
3: I know, right?
1: See, I would have thought that would have been not like the best man or something, you know? that she was caught with the best man, but
2: uh, I, you know, that, that would have been the greatest part. I had a fun wedding. I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, if that would happen, if we would have snuck off in the trees, uh, it would have been pretty cool. I, uh,
3: but what, I mean, what's with the mother of the, the mother of the bride saying, ah, pretend you're giving a blow job. Hmm.
2: That, 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 you know, the mother's probably a whore. I mean, let, let's, let's wrap it up plain and simple.
3: I mean, what was next? How about the, the, the whole wedding party stands around, and she's in the middle down on her knees looking like she's jerking two guys off, sucking what, with the other one off. It'll yeah. be great. And the you know, hidden back in the
1: bridesmaids or something. Listen, right, yeah. I, <laughs> I,
2: I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure in other photos, and it probably didn't make it to press, the mother-in-law is probably saying... Uh, let's get a picture of the best man butt-fucking the mother-in-law.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that probably actually did happen,
2: though. I, I bet she was behind the bar with the bartender and, and sucking him off at the, at the reception.
3: If she's giving out ideas like that, I'm sure she was. She she sucked off probably more than one person there that night.
1: That woman is one mother-in-law to have, hasn't she, Doc? No, no, the person, as, as, as the,
2: as the groom... As as the groom, it would be excellent. But imagine the daughter. Like, the, this is supposed to be the best night of her life. Can you imagine what happens at the christening of the child? <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: have a couple of oh, No, 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 Wait no, no. No no
2: no. Oh. no, 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 no. Even on this show, we don't go there. Okay, Stu. Not, not even on this show. We're not going to go into the christening of the child. I, because I, 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 you're going to talk I, about the the priest peeing in his mouth or something.
1: I, I like not, <laughs> the, the baby aside, right? There'll be like three guys jerking, like the godfathers jerking over the font or something. You know.
2: Uh, Stu, we're not going to go there. We're going to switch stories
1: now. I'm not saying the baby would be there. We,
3: have, we got a great prepared. idea. We could pretend the mother is, is, is playing with herself and squirting into where they keep the holy water. There you go.
2: I, I could just see the mother in law at the head table or wherever the mother in law sits. Oh, are you gonna finish those carrots?
3: <laughs> Why, well, you're still hungry? No, no, no. I I have other uses for them.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's one sick mother-in-law. That, that, you know, I, again, as a groom, it would be the coolest thing in the world. Um, why don't you have your mom over tonight? Let's have your mom for Sunday dinner. I thought you didn't like mom. Yeah, but she comes up with really good games when we're playing charades <laughs> and stuff.
3: Uh, that's, that This is Stu's fantasy woman
2: right now. Yeah, I think so too. You know, like like mom comes over for Sunday dinner and mom's like, let's all turn off the lights. The next thing you know, all, all mom-in-law is crawling between your legs. And <laughs> I thought you said you were going to the bathroom. What took you so long, honey? Oh, I was talking to your mother. Your your mother distracted me. She was showing me how to do laundry. Oh, man. Oh, boy. The things that, that could actually happen. Um, hang on, I got another one here. This one I like, too. Um, this one's from the Huff Post. Apparently, there was a man claiming to be from the year 2048, and he says he's back with a dire warning. Um, a Wyoming man accused of public intoxication allegedly told police he traveled from the year 2048 to warn mankind of an impending invasion of uh, extraterrestrials. Brian Johnson issued his grave warning to Casper police Monday night after officers were called about the man and his out-of-this-world message, according to an arrest report uh, obtained by the Huffington Post. Johnson and police said smelled of alcohol and spoke with a slightly slurred speech, allegedly told police officers, the aliens were coming next year and we needed to make sure we left as fast as possible. Be, would this not be your question? Um, Where exactly are we going to fucking go? <laughs> well,
3: Where are we going to go? I was going to ask how, how Trump is involved with this. Since it's from the Huffington Post, all they do is make bang up shit about Trump? Trump. So I was wondering how Trump was involved with this.
2: Um, oh, here you go. You're talking about Trump. He refused to speak with nurses or doctors and instead insisted on speaking with the uh, president. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Yes.
2: Johnson informed officers that he was able to travel... Hang on, i got to scroll down here. ...that he was able to travel through time because the aliens filled his body with alcohol. The mother-in-law and the aliens are the perfect mix. It's like heaven.
3: Wait, wait, so, so... of all the other supposed abductees from aliens, they all like, get probed anally and all this stuff. He found the one party spaceship. Yes, where it's got the you know the the, the, the disco ball lights apparently going on and yep. there, there you know they got drinks flowing up there in that spaceship. Well, apparently he stood
2: on a giant pad, which then transported him to the year 2017 though he said he was supposed to be sent to the year 2018. Uh-huh. This is a drunk guy with a great imagination. Of
3: course it is.
2: Apparently his blood alcohol level was 0.136%. That's high. And where he was transported to was the Nantrona County Detention Center. <laughs> yeah. Of course, if this all turns out to be true, uh, the joke will be on all of us.
1: If that's all yes. we've got to worry about, about it, being invaded by aliens, then bring it
2: on. And, and listen, if they're going to inject us with alcohol, I think the three of us would be all for it. Take me first. first
3: what, are you kidding me? Yeah, take <laughs> me first. <laughs> Please. Wait, Do they have allotments in space? Can we yeah. uh... go? <laughs> take me up.
2: Where they come up with these excuses, I'll never fucking know.
1: Yeah. Um, I hope there's a lot of them anyway that turn up. If that's all they're going to do,
3: it's it's going to be a gigantic party. It's going to be New Year's Eve yeah. all year long.
2: Yeah, the yeah. the ball is going to drop,
3: yeah.
2: and we're all going to be and are just going to be doused in this extraterrestrial well, we've alcohol.
1: Got a up, so we've got a heads up, so we can get in line first.
2: Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, one. There's a couple of things that have to happen. One, we need to keep in, keep in contact with this dude. And two, I think we need to keep in contact with the UFO hotline dude so we yes. know when they're coming.
2: Yeah, but I, listen, that bastard pisses me off. I mean, we have his number two, but he, he's like, uh, you know, I've got a radio show to do. What if we had an invasion right now?
3: <laughs> he would be too busy doing his radio show stuff.
2: Because obviously you don't really believe in what you're doing. Or you would be on standby for the end of the world. <laughs> Do you guys remember you what, that? That that that. Uh, what if song? they
1: want a trial run, they can come and take me anytime. Do you remember that Hail Bob guy?
2: This is probably about uh, five, six years ago, been. and they all drank vodka, at least with something. Yeah, the, the yep, mother- they all had
3: the, the the purple jogging suits and. Yes. How
2: do people buy into that? Like, I mean, I, I you know, I'm I'm pretty gullible guy sometimes, but like, you know, hey, uh, DK, uh, the, the the laser beam's coming down from the moon tonight. You got to be standing on the back porch, ready to be taken
3: up. Uh, well, I mean, look. How do they? How do these guys? They prey on the weak-minded people, right? I mean, look at look at something like Jonestown. Like 900 people committed suicide drinking the fucking Kool-Aid.
2: Yeah. A lot of them were forced to do it, though, right? I think you you almost forced them.
3: No, they weren't forced to do it. I mean, they did it upon themselves. You know, they took it upon themselves to do it. I guess maybe there was some peer pressure of the, you know, the the, the, the ones really in uh, pressuring the ones that are kind of eh about it. But, I mean, for the most part, they're there for, you know, they're in it. And they're going to do whatever whatever uh, uh, was told to, for them to do.
2: It's like it's like Waco, Texas, or Waco, Texas. Yeah, I whatever, was just going to say, know? David
3: Koresh was the yeah. same thing. You, you just you prey on the weak minded, and uh, you inundate these people with your words and your teachings and whatnot. And every day, every day, you know, in until um, like uh, what is it? Uh, is it Stockholm syndrome or something like that, where you 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 kind of side with your captors when you're kidnapped? It's yeah. kind of the same premise, you know. You go there and suddenly you know you're inundated with all of this stuff that suddenly you're on their side.
2: Uh, yeah, and, and you know, look, people are still uh, uh, fascinated with with uh, Charles Manson, right?
3: Charles yeah. Manson, the 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 only uh, mass murderer who never killed anybody.
2: He didn't. You're right. He He didn't kill
3: one person. But
2: But, uh, he led them. He led the sheep. Oh, absolutely.
3: I mean, he he he's the one that that told them what to do and uh, do the. But he actually never killed anybody.
1: But people always fascinate with that type of character, aren't
3: they? Well, I mean, like like, I read, they
1: uh, marry them in prison and.
3: Oh, yeah, well, those people, yeah, those people are out of their minds. I mean, I read, like, serial killer books and stuff, like true crime books, because I'm more interested in the psychology behind it. Um, you know, what makes these people tick? And, you know, their reactions to the crimes that they're committing are generally, you know, with met with, uh, you know, kind of malaise. They're like, eh, it is what it is, you know. Um, but the people that want to marry them and, and have their children, those are just psychotic Sick people.
2: But there's, a, you know, and I'm the same as you, BB. I watch a, uh, I don't know if you get headline news over there, but I watch a lot of those, uh, a lot of those stories about serial killers. And so. You know, they're, they're, they're almost on the verge of genius. I think insanity uh, and genius goes hand in hand.
1: But the people that write them on, are they? I mean, they must, they get a lot of letters from from people from all around the world like trying to I don't know what they want to do. What's their intentions—to marry them or to be close? Yeah, to I, those I mean, people?
3: especially if they're they're a high, uh, high—they're like a famous serial killer, like yeah. the Ted Bundy types, or you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, people like that. They'll get thousands of letters, I'm sure. Yeah. Even even
2: to... uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, I mean, he. he Dahmer, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 crazy stuff. It's crazy
1: it's, stuff. It's frightening. It's what is. What, I mean, I get a lot of letters from you know cave crew fans, but I'm sorry to you know. I mean, I do read them all. I must say, I do read them all.
2: Glad, glad, glad you get letters. Um. Anyway, I speed leading into the to the phone call we're going to make in just a second here. Um. Let's go over to the stew camp. Uh. Half his jersey is an English. Um. In in the other half is in Mandarin. Uh, show us your sh- your shirt, there, Stu. Uh, it's the sweatshirt store. Is it an Oriental that that, that runs the? Uh... It's so uh, super dry. No, no, I don't care what the what the fabric is. What I'm wondering is, is is you've got English written all over the shirt, and you've got something written in in Chinese or. Uh, uh, Mandarin or, or something there.
3: Yeah, That, that would one. be Japanese, I would assume, because it says yeah. Tokyo, Japan on it.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, okay, I didn't see that part. It was covered by his uh, choo-choo stew. All right, cool. We need to get a Cave Crew Radio uh, T-shirt made in Japanese. <laughs> All right, here, here's here's the first scenario, guys. We've we, we got to have a little fun here. Um, Pierre Lacroix. Means you're a yeah. big, B, Do a shot if you need to um this is a a Korean lady South Korean mm-hmm. so friendly uh offering eyelash extensions uh a really exciting uh cave crew rat, or sorry the cave crew rat, Craigslist ad, and she mm-hmm. says hi my name is Joanne and I'm offering eyelash extensions seven days a week from 8 a.m to 11 p.m a full set is one by one and takes about an hour and 15 minutes. The glue I use is certified and used by the salons in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's located two minutes away from Surrey Central, um, and uh, where is that? And she'll do a retouch. That's in British Columbia.
3: British Columbia. Okay.
2: Yeah. So we're gonna call Surrey, British Columbia, and we're gonna talk to what is she at? Joanne. Nice name for a Korean girl.
3: Joanne.
2: I'm sure that's her given name.
3: I'm sure it's not Ling Wong or anything. It's Joanne.
2: So let's see. Let let's see if the phone works tonight. We actually get through here. I'm hoping it all still works. Still. Oh, it's working. Joanne, eyelash extensions, Pierre LaCroix. It's 8 a.m. to 11. Unless she's doing some right now. Come on, Joanne, help us out.
0: Your call has been forwarded ah, to a voicemail service that has not nope. been initialized by the customer you are calling. The Rogers Wireless ah. customer you so, are calling so is has not been available at
2: all. All right. You guys talk, because you know what's coming next. Oh, no. Wait. We're going we to call Bill. Bill. We're going to fuck it, Bill.
3: <laughs> <laughs> who's who's, who's uh, talking to
2: Bill? Bill, you! I am. Okay. You never let us down with Bill. Okay. Um, remind, I don't... You, you do your own scenario. I really wanted Pierre Lacroix, though. We'll no, I get to I him. can't
3: have Pierre Lacroix talk to Bill.
2: No, no, God, you'll, you'll scare the shit out of him. Um, this is what happens when we make calls, folks. It takes a few tries to get through to some of these people. Uh, Calgary, Alberta, Bill. Uh, to give you a little bit of a background, uh... Big B is trying to pawn off some Syrian refugees on him uh, because he was renting an apartment and uh, they happen to have a goat. We'll see what happens here.
3: Bill, I hope he's still alive. Hello? Uh, Yes, hi. I'm uh, looking for Bill. That's me. Hi, Bill. Uh, My name is Stephen Harris. I'm from the uh, National uh, Refugee Placement Association. Um, We have your name listed uh, in our records as uh, someone who had uh, apparently volunteered in the past for uh, uh, placement of refugees, Syrian refugees, when the the big uh, Syrian refugee uh, uh, crisis was happening. Uh, Apparently, you uh, were, were... Willing to take in a family of eleven Syrians with uh, with their pet goat, uh, we definitely appreciate that. Um, we thank you for that. Uh, two things that we wanted to uh, follow up on with this: one, uh, we wanted to uh, get uh, your opinion on how the uh, how things went with the placement. Were you happy with the service, and would you be willing to uh, take in another family? <laughs> Who the hell are you guys? Uh, I, mean, I said, uh, my name is Stephen Harris. I'm from the National Refugee uh, Placement Association. I, I,
0: I, I don't believe I don't, I don't believe that at all. It was, it was some kind of scam. Because I, I mean, I've been called three times by the state that a goat. How the hell would a uh, refugee get a goat all the way from Syria?
3: Well, this is this you is know, what's I mean? in our records, sir. That, that you had volunteered. We had a family of eleven. Uh, that no. Uh, that had a goat with no, them was, as, as their family pet, no. and you were gracious and volunteered to take them in, and we definitely appreciate that. Um, so we just want to know how, what your nothing. thoughts, how the program worked for you. No,
0: no it, it, I mean, and then they said it was going to be 11 guys. Are you kidding, are you kidding me? 11 guys and then just one room? You put us 11 guys in one
3: room? Are you out of your mind? Okay, so you had 11, 11 guys in one room, Okay. Uh, we didn't hear any complaints, so I'm assuming they, they were comfortable in that one room. Sir, hello. Hello.
2: Should we should we, should we try him again? Did we lose him? I think so. Um, let's 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 tell him we got disconnected. Ask him. Make sure you ask him about the goat. Make sure you ask him about the go. Okay, hang on. Let me get the number. Oh, good old Bill. <laughs> Three times he remembers. Three times you guys have called me. Tell him you got some Nigerian refugees with a, with a monkey. Yeah.
3: Well, no, I was going to tell. I was going well, to. What if you, you should, should do long is long him him, we tell have him it's, it's just a survey
2: if on if he's happy with your service.
3: Well, that's that's the main thing at the moment.
2: Okay, hang on. Let's, let's see if he answers ta- again. I, I really that, give him a chance to talk. Let's see if he goes nuts.
1: Telling me you've noticed he hasn't cashed their check yet as well.
2: Yeah, it's not, uh, why is it not clicking? Oh come on, don't fail me now.
1: Does he accept Bitcoin? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, hang on, we're gonna try again here folks. Sorry. We're sorry for the delay, but Bill is worth it. <laughs>
1: get his address. We need to send him a mug yeah, <laughs> with, yeah, with we'll, a goat we'll, on it.
3: Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, can we not connect anymore?
2: Yeah, hang on. I'm fixing it. Okay. This is uh, a Google Voice phone, folks. Mm. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, well, we're, to, we're, to fill people in, mm-hmm. um. I mean, we call Bill, and and you've had him going like crazy. <laughs> Maybe he's Bill's blocked like us. That. I don't know. Hang on. poor Bill. Let's try one more time here. Here it goes. Oh, he's going to start yelling at you. Give him, give him a chance to speak, BB. Let let, let him do the. See, we must have got disconnected. Tell me you'll pay the extra 30 bucks for the Wi-Fi. Come on, Bill, don't let us down.
3: He's not going to answer now.
0: This
3: is 403-0830. Ah. Don't, don't All
2: right, we had Bill.
3: He's not going to answer now.
2: All right, don't fret, folks. We're on a roll tonight. Um, hang on, i got to find it. We need Now we need Choo Choo Sue. Choo Choo Sue. Now, Sue, you can't mumble. You need to speak up into your microphone when you're on these calls. Because most of the time, okay. people can't hear you. So we are going to call um, the Transgender Hotline. And, you know, do whatever you want. Tell him you want to keep your penis. Uh, poor Bill. You really stress him out, Big B.
3: Stu's my pal. I mean, Stu. Bill is my pal.
2: Bill Bill is your friend. He is. Can't get the call to work right away. See, I got to refresh. Something up with this Google. Uh... Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> he remembers, though. That's what's so beautiful about it.
3: I know. (laughs) That's why we can never not call Bill.
2: We'll catch him again, like, maybe in the new year. (laughs) Like, he's just, he's he's, he's beautiful. You're going to call the American one here, uh, Stu. But, yeah, he absolutely, he has never forgotten you.
3: No, he has. This is the third
2: time. (laughs) How do you expect me to have eleven guys in a one-bedroom apartment? (laughs) Okay, here you go. The gender trans lifeline. Choo choo. No one is available to take your call. Oh, give me a break. Let's try try again later. Then, uh, okay. Here's my question about all this. How can you get help when you really need it?
3: Right. (laughs) No one's available.
2: Like it's like calling the suicide hotline and saying, "Can you please hold?" Please hold. Yes. Yeah, like you know, yeah, we understand. Your call your... will
3: be answered in the order it was received. Your wait time is approximately 15
2: minutes. Yes. You got a gun stuck in your mouth and and, and right.
3: No one is available to take Holy your call. Holy fuck. Try again
2: later. What are you Everyone's having a sex change or something? All right, hang on. I got one more for you, Stu. can't get your way in. We can't get... I'm going to try one more here. All right, Stu, I'm going to read a story before I do this call, okay? Uh, Let me... You guys talk for a second. I'm going to cue the call up so I'm ready.
1: I got you. I had Sue lined up there, even though she's got a cold. She
2: sounded a bit blokey, actually. I really don't understand how you have a hot are hotlines not supposed to be monitored 24/7
3: if it's a hotline it should be available 24/7 exactly
2: like, you know i'm a transgender and i don't
3: wake up at noon right. Why did
2: not you call the canadian
1: branch
3: i did i did both oh i see is there a london branch that you could
2: call no nah, it I was only canadian and but but, but but here's what i'm thinking though and in, in all seriousness folks you you're in serious trouble i know we're not But you're in serious trouble, and you need to talk to someone. It's just like the fucking, we're going to call him after this one. You watch, that fucking UFO guy. (laughs) He's going to ask me if i got a fucking phone. Here's a story for you before we call the next one, folks. Um, And we are trying to get her on the show, hopefully by next week. Uh, This one comes via the Huffington Post as well. Um, Let's see if i got a picture of this uh, gal to put up for you. Uh, yes, I do. There there she is. Uh, this young lady, a venomous uh, snake, bites a woman uh, on her foot inside of a Longhorn Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was a, uh, she, she walked in for a bite, but she was the one that got bitten. This is our headline. A Virginia woman is recovering after, she says, a venomous copperhead snake bit her on the foot after she entered a steakhouse. Can you imagine this? Rachel Merrick, who we're trying to get on the show, folks, had just gone into the Longhorn Steakhouse entrance in Fredericksburg, uh, Virginia, when she says she felt the first of three bites on September 12th. Initially, it felt like I was stung by a bee or a hornet or something. This is all falling into place. She recalled about the unexpected attack. I reached down, grabbed my foot, because of the amount of pain, and under my fingers, I felt a wiggle. As Merrick reacted, she said her boyfriend, Michael Clem, and her 13-year-old son stomped on the reptile, killing it on the spot. Clem said she recognized the type of snake. Imagine that. I've bred and raised reptiles for 15 years. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to this broad. Um, Clem called for help and then waited with Merrick outside the restaurant until an ambulance arrived. Once at the hospital, she was given an antivenom after the swelling spread, spread up her left thigh and hip. She told uh, WTVR uh, today that she currently requires crutches to get around. Doctors told her it would take three months for her to recover. In a statement, Longhorn Steakhouse says its staff is still looking into how it happened, and they are taking steps to prevent it from repeating.
1: I've got a couple of questions. Oh,
2: fire away. I've got the phone number (laughs) queued up, because you're going to call the restaurant, so don't worry.
1: If they're... If they're raising snakes and reptiles, why would they stamp on it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You think they'd be loving, right?
1: Yeah, why wouldn't they say... that's a such and such. And then let's just pick it up or put it in a bag. And also was it a steakhouse or a snakehouse they went to
2: it says it's a longhorn steakhouse, which big B is a very popular American steakhouse. Is it not?
3: Uh, it is as far as it's like, uh, like the McDonald's of steakhouses, I guess.
2: So I I guess we're waiting for, not a, a,
3: not a, you know, it's not a high class steakhouse that you find here in the, in, in the city. But, uh, it's a widespread steakhouse chain. Um, yeah, I never been to one. Uh, I'm assuming it's it's fairly decent. Um, I have a question: um, How much is she suing Longhorn for?
2: But that has not been. Uh, that's uh, we want to get her on the show here. And, and, and listen, we've we've had them all, folks. We will search them down. I'm going to give you guys the link to the uh, restaurant in case you want to check out the menu or something there. Um, uh, we will search her down and and we will have her tell her story uh, and live. How
1: can, you, how can you even sue someone for that? You can't really, like, safeguard against.
2: Oh, in the States, be... they sue for
3: everything. Yep. They, they, they sue yeah. for everything,
1: yeah. Let's ensure ourselves in case a snake suddenly de- decides to turn up and bite someone. Uh,
3: but the, that's what the, the ultimate ultimate fuck was this The point the doing... story is she's going to sue. Yeah, like, what
2: What the fuck was the snake doing in there in the first place?
0: Yeah.
2: All right, so, uh, Stu, here, uh, Big B, you can help me out on this one a little bit. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Stu is uh, Alvin, uh, the infamous uh, snake hunter. <laughs> Alvin? Alvin. The snake hunter. Yes, but not right away. I think he okay. should... Uh, here's the menu. I, I sent you guys the link. Um you know, you, you're looking for a nice dinner. Uh, looks like they got some good food here. They got some pastas. They got spicy chicken bites. Uh, they're obviously so you're looking for a good steak here, Stu. Um, prices are very reasonable, by the way. And then it's you,
3: a chain steakhouse, so it's
2: and, and and kind of kind of try and get the woman or the maitre d uh, talking to you, and then introduce yourself. Uh, as Alvin uh, the snake hunter and say you are an expert uh, on copperhead snakes and for a free meal uh, you you will uh, you will rid them of their copperhead snakes <laughs> again folks there is no guarantee how far this call will go as you have seen um, this is why we're always cautious to make prank calls but we're gonna try one more here to the longhorn steakhouse. Uh, in, in what, what did I say, Frankensford, Virginia? Virginia? Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Stu, it's, it's speak loud and clear. Don't vape. Okay. <clears throat> Alvin, the state snake. Hello,
0: Alvin. thank you for calling Longhorn Steakhouse
2: in Fredericksburg,
0: Virginia. This is Kevin Linton, the managing partner. We are currently closed. We are open Sunday through Thursday from 11 a.m. until 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. Please call back during these hours or to speak to someone
2: on our team. Please press 1.
3: They just closed eight minutes ago.
2: Fuck. Should have made that as the first call. We're going to hit them up next week, folks. We're going to hit them up next week. I have one more I'm going to try here. Actually, Stu might be doing good at this one.
1: I was getting hungry there for a nice ribeye. Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know if I, you know, when you have snakes, fucking, uh, uh, I love how Craigslist makes us fucking verify ourselves here. But could you imagine you're sitting in a restaurant and, um, and, and you're just, you know, enjoying your salad or whatever it is you're, 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 you're fucking enjoying and, a fucking copperhead slithers along and and bites your foot.
3: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Like, I agree with Big B. It would be instant lawsuit.
1: Yeah, I think if those sort of things are rife in that area, you can't really sue for that. But, but, hey, USA or whatever.
2: All right, here, I, 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 I got this one. Hang on. So, Stu, here you go. Here's your new scenario. Last one, I give up. This is why prank calls, they just don't always work out well. This person is teaching uh, Mandarin uh, to English people in Vancouver. Uh, Our programs, Mandarin conversation classes, private lessons, Mandarin for Cantonese speakers. Uh, Anyway, you are an Englishman coming to Canada and... uh, And and you want to learn to speak Mandarin to fit in with the culture. Pretty, pretty simple. Be whoever the hell you want. I really wanted Elvin the Snake Hunter. See if we get an answer, folks. Thank
0: you for calling Key Language Training. Sorry to have missed your call. Please leave us a message. We'll
2: get back to you soon. Thank you. What the 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 fuck is fuck is it with everybody? Somebody must take her call tonight.
3: Not one person. Well, Bill did. Well, Bill
2: did. And then he got... We'll get back to Bill. Don't worry. Joanne's eyelash didn't want to talk to us. Oh, wait a minute. I got one more. Uh Uh-oh. Hang on, guys. You guys talk for a second while I... uh, (laughs) I got to read you this one. Hang on. Let me type in the number first. This is also Vancouver... I think this would be a Pierre Lacroix classic right here. Here is a woman who posted on Craigslist today. Hang on one sec. Here's what she wrote. Um, So I'll be honest. I let someone highlight my hair with what turned out to be an ammonia-free box dye, and it's kind of a mess. I have short pixie cut shaved down on both sides. My hair is black to dark brown, and, well, it just looks awful. I'm looking for someone to fix it. I can afford to pay you a reasonable amount for the little hair that needs fixing. I understand we all need to make a living somehow, so I'm not looking for any freebies. I will pay for the cost of the materials. Just let me know what you need to buy. My mom was a hairdresser and an esthetician, so I'm familiar. Let me know if you're up for the challenge. So here you go, Big B. Okay. Pierre Laquacra. If her mom was a hairdresser, why doesn't she just have her over?
3: Just ask your mom. Yes. What well, what's her name?
2: Um Bad guy Job.
0: Hey it's Meg, you know what to do.
2: Fuck's sakes. We just wanna fix your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's not in the cards tonight. No more calls. This, folks, as much as you uh, request us to do this stuff, is why we don't do it on a regular basis. It is just so hard to get a hold of people.
3: I I say I say we try one more. Okay, we try the UFO hotline and ask them about the story from the 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 drunk guy that came from twenty forty eight, whatever the fuck.
2: Okay, are you are you going to carry this one? Uh,
3: I can sure. I don't remember much about the story, but uh, well,
2: he, he he was he was uh, transported.
3: He was transported.
2: Tell him you got him on a conference call from England, Canada, and the United States. Okay, see how he responds to this, and he's going to ask us if we took pictures and uh, if we can upload it to the web page. This, ladies and gentlemen, is another favorite of the show, uh, the UFO hotline dude. Okay, if he tells me he's got a radio show, I'm going to lose my fucking nuts. Hi, thanks
0: for calling Delta, KLM, and f- Air France.
3: Air
2: France? <laughs> okay, wait Maybe That's the sideline. Well, hang on, man. We got to re Google this. Did he
3: go out of business? And so now he's now now, now he's a, the airlines.
2: He's at home telemarketer uh, for Air France.
3: Is he? <laughs> I
2: have no idea. I, uh, the answer here it is the National UFO Reporting Center. Let's call this one. Okay, use this only if a sighting has been called in the in, in the same week. Fuck sakes, people. This is why I, uh, okay, it takes me longer to type in the number, and then all I get, a transgender hotline's not available. The woman with the bad hair is not available. Fucking Bill hangs up on us. Um, although I don't blame Bill. Let's see. This is the National UFO Reporting Center. Let's see if we get a hold of this fucker. Orbs and fireballs, he's looking for right now.
0: Thank you for calling the National UFO Reporting Center hotline in Washington State at area code 206-722-3000. Website address ufocenter.com. Because of a recent and dramatic increase in frivolous calls being directed to our hotline by young children, often hundreds of prank calls per day, we've had to suspend answering the hotline on a real-time basis. We are asking children to not call the hotline unless they have a sincere report to submit. If you are an adult and believe that you may have experienced a UFO sighting, please leave your name, your location, and a telephone number, and we will return your call at our earliest convenience. We would be most grateful if you would please leave only a short message on our answering service at this time and not a complete description of your sighting. Also, we would like to urge callers to submit a detailed written report about their sighting using our online report form. Instructions are on our website at ufocenter.com. Thank you very much for your call. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options.
2: So I was uh, walking in the forest, and um, I was leaving breadcrumbs because... Quite frankly, I often lose my way. And uh, there was a bright yellow butterfly up in the tree, which was very nice. I I I didn't have my phone handy, which I should have, to take a picture. However, um, I digress. As I'm walking through the forest, I I I noticed this bright light uh, at the end of the path. I soon realized it was just a transport truck that was making a turn on the freeway. However, after that, I made a turn to the, I believe it was the southwest, could have been southeast, was it southwest, southwest, I believe, and as I turned, I I walked over what appeared to be a a snake hole or something, and, and, and this green slime started coming out of the, anyway, you didn't want a long message, so you probably don't want to hear this story call you back when the kids just stop breaking you fucker all of them <laughs> every single last ah, one yeah. not a night for us to make calls for you folks
1: no it's got to be before 10
2: yeah I guess we got to kick it off right off the bat making calls yeah or rather calling Chinese restaurants or you know it's all been done before should we try Bill one more time? Just for we got a few minutes to kill here. Let's see if Bill answers. I, I but I don't know. I can't star sixty-seven, the number or anything, can I? Poor fucking
3: Bill sixty-seven.
2: He's probably banging the Nigerian upstairs or something. Okay, last try, folks, we promise. Just remember we tried. It's got that one room up there with Wi Fi is extra. Thirty bucks a month. Don't forget that. Wi Fi is extra. Come on, Bill, you can do it. Grab yourself a vodka and talk to us, Bill he's going to answer. This is 403 830 don't want your number, Bill. Okay. No luck tonight, kids. None. Anybody else got anything going on the rest of the week or what? Five minutes. I don't know what we're going to name the show. A missed call? <inaudible> Nothing. This is a miss call. Did the Rangers lose or what?
3: They lost 4-2. Oh, God. To
2: Colorado. To Colorado. The Yankees I,
3: still are can't
2: four believe, nothing. I still can't believe the UFO guy's message <laughs> due to the response of the recent kids calling. <laughs> <and>
3: <laughs> well, come on. It's the UFO hotline. If you're <laughs> you're going to get serious calls. Stop it.
2: In the chat room, they tell us that a copperhead is related to a rattlesnake, if you didn't know that, folks. Oh,
1: I, need, I need to get uh Choo so to sign uh to to phone up to the us trans uh, lifeline
2: at some stage well you know I, I think what we got to do somehow and 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 this is just a, is if we're going to do a call we got to make we almost got to set it aside on a saturday yeah. and make all these calls and just record the ones we actually get through to yeah it's just I need to,
1: I'll, do, I'll try and do it and record it or something
2: I'll send you the number. I've got the number. <laughs> all right, kids. I'm, I'm, I'm...
3: <laughs> He's got the number on speed <laughs> Of course dad. he what has the
2: fucking f- number. <laughs> um, all right, kids, I'm giving you three minutes while the, the boys and I chat for a minute. Uh, name the show. Uh, we are now on Cyrus XM Spoke every Thursday night live, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific on CaveCrewRadio.com, CaveCrewTV, uh, wherever good podcasts can be found uh, Metal Thunder Radio of course uh, live every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock uh, right here on, uh, on CaveCrewRadio.com uh, Choo Choo Stew has no projects in the works uh, so talking about podcast train is mute I do have another project but I'm not ready to speak about it yet um, other than that I yeah, fuck all. Ready to go eat my Jiro. Over, over to London, England. So, I mean, we have had some good laughs today. We've, we've talked about bugs, and we've talked about aliens, and we've talked about alcohol and all kinds of shit. Yeah. What would you call this show, uh, Choo Choo Stu? Well, I did write a few things down,
1: but... Uh... I'm struggling to read my own writing at the moment. I've got... Uh, oh, God, I, can't, I really can't read my own writing. I've written some notes. I've got the mother-in-law. Mother-in-law? And? And? How about the mother-in-law and the snake
2: bite? How about a snake bit mother-in-law? Yep, I could have that mother-in-law on the snake. right? BB you
3: got anything I don't know I really don't have anything uh, let's see
2: here I'll go first because I remember this from Bill oh not you bastards again <laughs> I like that I mean, come on, baby, we've had bees, we've had aliens, we've had mother-in-laws with blowjobs, we've had... uh I do like the snake-bit mother-in-law.
3: I would say, uh let's see.
2: We're not on our game this week, folks, but that's okay. We'll come back with a vengeance. Uh, Let's see. We're going to get that bitch on the show and we're going to talk to her about that lawsuit.
3: I would say
2: Alvin the Snake Hunter.
3: <laughs> I would say I, I, I. Okay, I'll say I'll say Alvin the Snake Hunter and the neon green underwear.
2: The Snake Hunter. That's a long one. How about just uh, neon green underwear?
3: Or just neon green underwear, yeah.
2: Uh, Stu? 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 Yeah, I'm here, sorry. <laughs> okay, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> we got like two minutes left. I mean, we're on here. Oh, you oh I gave just... you one. I
1: gave you one. Well, I know,
2: but we're asking you now. I'm I'm gonna go neon green underwear.
1: No, I don't like that.
2: Okay, that's not my cup of tea. Well, what's (laughs) it like? I don't want to sit here till midnight naming the fucking show. I'll just call it episode four.
1: (laughs) 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 Stu. Yeah, I, I quite like the one I said. Didn't I not test, tell you something? Well, mother in law and the snake bite. Was abducted
2: by aliens. And imagine yeah, the we, whole show. Now you're changing it up. Uh, you, you said mother in law and the snake bite. Yeah.
3: We could always say we can't answer the phone right now.
2: There's a good one, too.
3: That's all we had was answering machines.
2: Come on, guys. Someone's got to decide. I still like the neon green underwear. What well, do neon green underwear? I just, I, that might attract people to listen and realize what a yeah. shit show it really was. It wasn't a bad show until we started making fucking phone calls. Bill was good. <laughs> I love Bill.
1: You need to give me Bill's number, please. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll text it to you. I'll chat with him in a week. Are you going to talk to him, Like, and what are you going to do, record it and send it to us in MP3? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Tell him you're from the London office, because he won't recognize your call. That would be a classic.
3: Yeah, there you go, yeah.
2: Yeah. Tell him you're from the London office. You apologize. The gentleman that has been calling you has been released uh, on mental illness, and we apologize for bothering him, and we would like to send him a goat yeah. uh, for all his troubles. Say, for all your troubles, Bill, we apologize uh, the individual that has been harassing you. uh, We have disciplined him. He is now suspended. Uh, We would like to send you a free baby goat. And then just listen to him go crazy. What did we decide on? Neon green underwear? Yeah. All right. It makes sense. It's been that kind of a show. All right, kids. We'll get organized. We'll be back next week. Uh, Choo Choo Stew will be calling Bill uh, and we will have the recording of that call and uh, I love Bill and and, and when you send him the goat uh, get his address and and let's all just send him a Choo Choo Stew autographed uh, uh, porcelain mug I feel so bad I feel so bad for Bill I don't feel bad for Bill I don't, but I mean you really stress him out. Cause I think he took you serious.
3: Of course he did.
2: Alright, we're out of here, kids. Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show. We'll see you next week. Be good. Light. Shut up! Shut up! Dad, shut up! Shut! Shut! Shut up!